0: Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karan Bhatia. I'm Karan Bhatia here at Madison Square Garden. I'm with Jake Paul who's promoting Amanda My Serrano. Name is Jake Paul. There you go. There you have it. So, Jake, I want to ask you. You're doing Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Thank that, you. Yes, right? yes. Yes. <laughs> You're doing a lot for boxing, right? You're, you're helping with fighters pay. You're now elevating. This is the first women's fight to headline in Madison Square Garden. It's been a long time coming. So what did you see about boxing and say, hey, I need to make some changes in this sport? Why, why were you, why was that important to you? It was a dying
1: sport. And I just saw how much innovation was needed. And I, I, I saw a couple different verticals, one of them being women's boxing that needed a ton of change. And that just came from me meeting Amanda Serrano and hearing the stories of how she was taking advantage of, how she was only getting paid a thousand dollars for these fights and this is a seven division world champion and she's a superstar one of the greatest uh female athletes of all time and you know she was living paycheck to paycheck off of these little fights that that was going on and so uh i knew i needed to step in when we created most valuable promotions and um here we are today
0: what Amanda's done, especially with weight classes, you've made weight, you know how hard it is. She's gone up and down and dominated. She never had a cell phone, never had a boyfriend. She's been dedicated to this. So how happy does it make you to give her this platform? I mean she's earned this. Yeah, no,
1: it's it's cool. Like I And all credit to her right like I'm just shining a spotlight on someone who's an Incredible athlete and an incredible person so she deserves all of this and more You know has dedicated her whole life to this sport and dedicated her whole life quite literally for this moment on Saturday So this is uh, this is her chance to really cement herself in the history books
0: her chance in the boxing ring, your chance as a promoter here. I wanted to talk to you about you in the boxing game and, and your brother Logan. Logan has gone for big events, right? Mayweather, there was rumors about Tyson. It seems like you said, I want to do this like the hard way. I want to grind. I want to I fight these people and work my way up, right? It's a different mentality with you and Logan. Why do you think that is?
1: Yeah, look, my brother's an entertainer, and, and he's a, such a great entertainer, and I think he does boxing uh, as a form of entertainment. For me, it's my life. And it's my lifestyle, and I want to become a world champion. I don't even know if my brother will fight again. I don't know what his aspirations are. For me, I'm just getting started with what I'm going to accomplish in the ring. So I'm taking, yeah, the slower route, building it up, fight by fight, increasing the level of my opponent, increasing the level of opposition, and eventually we'll work up to those bigger fights. But, yeah, if if Floyd would have fought me on that night, he would have lost. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to those big fights here soon.
0: I know Logan said he used to look in the mirror and said, I'm going to be the best entertainer. He certainly did that. You're doing that with boxing. Last question for you. Obviously, everyone wants to know. We've heard you're going to be back in August. There's been names thrown out. Anderson Silva. Uh, Dana White was on Logan's podcast. He said the fight with Conor McGregor might be tough because of weight. Uh, we know what Tommy Fury did. I know you weren't impressed. Any, any idea who your next opponent is or who you want it to be? Yeah, look, we're going to see how the Anderson
1: Silva event does and how his performance looks. You know, Mike Tyson just called me out on the Joe Rogan podcast, so there's possibilities there. I'm down for that fight. Um, You know, there's other names under the table that we've been talking to Sonny Williams, Australia, Michael Bisbing. So we'll we'll see what ends up happening. uh,
0: But either way, I'm ready and prepared and going to get a knockout in August. Jake Paul, congratulations on everything you've done in the boxing ring and now as a promoter. Saturday night, Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor headlining at Madison Square Garden. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. I am Karen Batia. We're here at Madison Square Garden with the Albanian bear, Rashad Mati. Rashad, you're getting your chance on April 30th. It's a massive event. Your last fight was supposed to be November 27th against Demario.
2: Yeah. And that fight didn't happen, but that wasn't your fault. What happened there? Um, well, I was ready. Everything was set, you know, they had a press conference, all that stuff. And then when I get down to the wings, they're telling me, oh, yeah, the fight was canceled. And I said, why? So oh, he failed his medical, uh, it, something wrong with the MRI. that came off wrong. So I said, oh, you know, my luck, you know, and they're telling me, like, it's so rare that it happens. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sure. And uh, they said this guy's never gonna allow, not, never allowed to be fighting again. He's all that stuff. Next thing I know, he's fighting again. He fought before I fought again. So uh, it was it was a weird, weird, weird situation. I had to return all the tickets and all that stuff. So it was a little, it was stressful. Um, but now that they gave me this opportunity again to fight in uh, MSG in one of the biggest cards of the year, so and now I got to prove myself. But this time it was supposed to be for a title. This fight was supposed to be for a title. They said no, so I said, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna get the job done. I'm gonna, beat him up a little bit, and that's it, you know, get on to the next one.
0: Speaking of your last fight, so you were walking down to get weight in, and it yeah. was, and you found out that it was canceled. Was that frustrating for you, going through an entire training camp, being ready to go, and then having it canceled?
2: Of course, because, I you know, I fought a month before, and they were like, oh, yeah, you're getting ready next month. You're fighting again. I said, okay, I'm ready. But, you know, that weight cut down. It was slowly working my way down to 140, and I, I started struggling a little bit to make that weight. Um, I made the weight. I did whatever I had to do. I was a professional, you know. I just was upset that uh you know they kind of you know told me last minute which I'm sure they didn't know themselves they found out last minute as well and uh you know that's in the past now I don't want to you know keep that in my mind cuz it only gets me mad you know so um, we're getting on to the next one and uh, this site, I have to get rid of this guy Saturday so and your fight now, April 30th. It's on this historic
0: card, right? At the top, of course, Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. This is a yeah. massive opportunity, a massive moment for all of boxing, and especially yeah. women's boxing. They're finally getting the the platform that they deserve. What does it mean for you to be on this card, this historic card at Madison Square Garden? You
2: know, it's, of course, it's always a fighter's dream to fight in MSG. You know, I fought in the Hulu Theater many times. Many times I fought in the Hulu Theater, and um, but this time I'm actually fighting in the actual garden, you know? This is what the Knicks play, you know, this is what Muhammad Ali fought, you know, this is this is, this is a legacy. So um, even though I'm early in the cards, you know, I fight early before the bell, but it, it don't matter to me at the end of the day. Whoever's coming in early in advance, they're going to watch the fight of the night, and that's, that's going to be me. And you've had a
0: background in all types of combat, right? You were, you were successful in kickboxing, mixed martial arts, and now you're making your name in boxing. Uh, you're undefeated, you're looking to make a splash. Would you ever consider, as you move forward in your career, dabbling in MMA and, and other forms of combat as a professional?
2: Oh, uh, you never know. Um, you know, Dana White comes to where I train a couple of times. So, you know, it, it was cool. I talked to him a little bit. I was like, listen, I did it when I was younger. Um, but you never know in the future what comes. You know, you have some guys in UFC coming in the box, and you have some boxers that go into the UFC. You know, uh, you never know what time comes.
0: You're originally from Staten Island, right? Yeah. Local. So this is this is local. So what is what are the fans going to be like on Saturday night? They're going to make their way over from Staten Island, I'm sure.
2: Of course. You know, originally I, w- I was trying to sell some tickets, you know, and uh, it was tough because I asked for 400 tickets. They were like, listen, we can only give you – because already m- many people bought tickets already. It was already, you know, pre almost sold out already. So, But we're going to have a lot of Albanians. You're going to see a lot of Albanian flags all over the place. So I'm looking to put on it for, uh, for my country and uh, from all my Albanian people.
0: You, we've heard your name, Rashad Mati, the Albanian bear, in combat sports for such a long time, and now you're actually achieving those dreams and, and fulfilling that. You're fighting at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's been it's been a journey up to this point, but I'm sure there's a long way to go. What what is your overall goal in in the sport of boxing? What do you hope to achieve?
2: Um, in the meantime, right now, I, I want to be going to uh, one of the top Albanian fighters in the world. You know, not, not just the world of all time. That's always been one goal for mine. You know, because there's always going to be someone that's going to be up up there and better and better. You know, there's always going to be. Some, legacies are always going to be passed that, that's how it always goes but at the end of the day you know I'm, I'm still young I, I still have a lot of time in my hands you know and I'm going with the, the pace of my managers and my coaches and what they all say um, so in the meantime my main goal right now is I want to sell this myself that's the main goal I want to sell this out myself so uh, my time will come you know and uh, in the meantime right now I'm going to you know be a part of this historic event and uh, make an impact the next step on
0: your journey April 30th your final message to your fans and your supporters
2: Saturday. I'll see you guys Saturday. Rashad Mati, thank you so much.
0: Karam here with Frank Smith at Madison Square Garden. We're here for the Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano event. Frank, how are you doing, my friend?
3: I'm good. Good to see you, mate. Great
0: to be here in New York. This is a massive event for all of boxing, not just women's boxing, but this is the first time women are headlining at Madison Square Garden. So what do you think that means to the sport of boxing? It's
3: amazing for the sport, as you say, take out female boxing. This is a massive moment in boxing as a whole. Um, You know, this fight has really transcended the sport and we've seen interest in, you know, from media especially, outside of the norm that we ever would have seen. So it's great for the sport um, and it's bringing in a new market. And you know, it's, it's great to be here at Madison Square Garden. To do it in an arena like this is, uh, is sensational and you're going to have a sold out, sold out crowd come Saturday. It's going to be a huge event and we don't want to look
0: too far ahead, but literally just one week later we have the pound for pound king coming back and canelo alvarez so that's that's one hell of a uh, two-week stretch there right we have a huge uh women's fight in boxing and then we have the king the pound for pound king so i mean the matchroom boxing schedule right now is pretty strong i think you would say
3: yeah look we're running every week we're running 45 nearly getting close to 50 shows a year and i think you know not just because it's my job but i think we're unrivaled in what we do um the, the quality of shows week in week out there's no one else doing it like us all around the globe uh, you know this weekend as you say then you've got T-Mobile with Canelo Bivol then we go to uh, Italy Milan for Scardina against De Carolis then we go to Bilbao for Leharaja against Metcalf then we go to London the day after that for Boazzi Richards with more shows to announce as well and you know it's a uh, it's a great time for boxing and look there's a lot of other people doing great shows as well which is a uh, only growing the sport so it's good to see. This is this is what we want as boxing fans. I believe Mexico City just announced for
0: June, right? That's a, that's another big one. So there's there's a huge schedule uh, on the way. I wanted to ask you about in terms of Amanda Serrano, her promoter Jake Paul, right? We know that Matchroom has worked with Logan Paul, Logan Paul KSI rematch. Um, Wanted to know Matchroom's position on working with YouTubers. Would it be if they're fighting serious opponents? What would be kind of the mindset to, to work with YouTubers in, in terms of promoting their boxing matches?
3: Yeah, look, I think Jake Paul comes under a lot of fire, but ultimately he is actually giving boxing a real go. He's not coming, he's not in and out just trying to make a few quid. He actually wants to become a fighter. And, you know, maybe we will get some sticks for some of his opponent choices in the past, but I think he's got an aim to actually push this sport and you know he wanted to fight Tommy Fury and uh, I think he could have beaten Tommy Fury as well um, so I think it's good I think it's good for the sport if it's done in the right way if I'm honest you know I don't think you, you would have seen ever since we did Logan Paul KSI and then we did Jake Paul against Anderson Gibb we haven't really stepped our foot back in there there's a lot of, a lot more people now doing those sort of influencer social type shows but, you know, just completely focusing on it. We are a boxing promoter, you know, we we appreciate the sport, we appreciate the professional sport. I think, like I say, if if it's someone taking it seriously in the right real fights, then fair enough. Why shouldn't they have an opportunity? I don't think we're going to be in the business of doing six or seven influencer fights on a card, because that's just not what we do. And speaking of, of Jake Paul and most valuable promotions, you're also working with them on this fight
0: so what has it been like working with the most valuable promotions team and, and seeing Jake up there as a, as a promoter? Has it been a good collaboration between uh, Matchroom and most valuable promotions?
3: Yeah, 100%. You know, the, the one thing about most boxing promoters, they're all a bit sour don't want to work with each other, they'll hate each other for what, for whichever reason You know, one The good thing about Jake Paul and MVP and Nikisa is that they just want to grow the sport and they want to they want to deliver for their fighters, which is most important and if, if more promoters had that mentality, mentality, mentality then it would only be better for the sport unfortunately it doesn't quite work like that um but it's been a pleasure working with them and like i say they've got one goal grow the sport as we have as well so you know it works quite it works very well together
0: I'm just going to ask you one more question because I know we have the press conference and you you got to go. We know that Matchroom, a lot of Matchroom boxing is on The Zone. The Zone now introducing the pay-per-view model with the the Canelo fight next week. Um, What do you think about the future of of The Zone? Is it going to be a hybrid of regular events? Is it going to be adding the pay-per-view model? How do you you see kind of the future playing out?
3: I think they've been quite open at The Zone as a business about what their plans are. You know, for the big, big, mega, mega fights, where pay-per-view is necessary to make them happen, they'll do it. But they'll continue to deliver an unrivalled schedule, you know, as part of their subscription platform. You know, you talk about like Canelo. Canelo was being chased down by every major promoter out there to do pay-per-view fights at seventy bucks. Of course, to compete with that, you have to follow the model of the other. How can you compete with that at twenty dollars? We want the best fighters on the platform. Canelo Alvarez is the best fighter out there. So, to get him, we have to... And this isn't Canelo setting this, but this is the other broadcasters. By saying, we'll do this on pay-per-view, this is the offer, we have to compete with that. So, you know, I think you're, you're definitely still going to get unrivaled content as part of your subscription, and then for the mega, mega fights that require it, pay-per-view is going to be there. But it's not going to be, you know, we're still delivering 40-odd shows a year, just match him alone. They've got the Golden Boy partnership as well. You know, so you're going to still be getting unrivaled content on that front. The pay-per-view model allows
0: for even more events and more shows, and that's what we want as, as boxing fans. I know we're about to get underway here at the press conference. Frank Smith, CEO of Matchroom, thank you so much for the time.
3: Thanks, Mike. Good to see
0: you. Karambati here at Madison Square Garden, here with Frenchon Cruz de Zern. Frenchan, we know you have a huge undisputed fight coming up. How are you feeling in preparation for this big matchup?
4: I feel great. I put in the work. It's uh, been a long time in the making, so I'm just happy that we're closer to getting it done and getting that undisputed, disputed, and all of that good stuff.
0: <laughs> this is a massive card, right? Especially for all of boxing, but specifically for women's boxing with Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano headlining. First time that women's boxing is headlining at Madison Square Garden. It's it's way long overdue. What does it mean to you to be part of this historic card?
4: I'm just here doing my part. I mean, you know, every woman up here is qualified and put in many years. So it's just an honor just to be a part of it. And whatever comes out of it for me, I'll accept it, but I'm just paying it forward. Do what I can, what I can do.
0: We've seen Ellen Sedaris in there before. She's she's upset people in the past. I'm sure you've watched tape. What, what's the game plan going to be for this fight?
4: Beat her ass.
0: I, I don't doubt that. We've seen you with with massive intensity in there. It seems like you're you'll do anything to uh, to get the victory. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we're going to see that again on Saturday night.
4: Yes, sir. You already know what time it is.
0: <laughs> not not to look ahead because this is a, a huge fight, but when you do become undisputed champion? I mean, what's what's the future plans in boxing? Because that, that is a massive goal. That's very hard to do to unify all the belts in one division.
4: Yes. Um, I'm going to talk to Peter Kahn, my coaches, and the rest of my team and see what's for, what opportunities will present themselves, and you know, talk to the big man, Eddie. And we're just going to move forward. And I know that
0: you have a lot of interest outside of boxing as well, with fashion and a lot of other uh, endeavors. Safe to say that you're going to continue doing everything else outside of the boxing ring as well.
4: Of course, and I'm going to do it to the maximum. It's going to be amplified, and I'm grateful to have a platform so people can really get to start to get to know me more.
0: Your final message, it's April 30th. Why, why should fans tune into this Undisputed Fight?
4: Why shouldn't they? Like, it's a woman's world and we're going to turn it out for New York and the rest of the world.
0: There you have it. It goes down April 30th. Franchon Cruz Deserne is taking on Ellen Ceteris. Thank you so much for the Thank time. Thank you. Batia here at Madison Square Garden with Austin Ammo Williams. He's taking on Cordell Booker on Saturday night. Ammo, how are you doing, my friend? Man, I
5: feel amazing. First title fight, Madison Square Garden. It don't get no better than that. Last time you seen me, I
0: was at the MGM. Now we back at Madison Square Garden. Come on, man. I feel great. Last time we saw you, we were talking about your comeback fight. You knocked your opponent out in two rounds. Yeah. It was quick work. How did it feel in there? Man, it felt great. It felt great to get that fight out the way. You remember all that
5: stuff was, what, that was attached to that fight. So to get that out the way and just be able to move forward and then go to London and get another knockout and then have this fight, I got my momentum
0: back. And for any fighter, the momentum is everything, bro. Absolutely, and, and we talked about that last time. And you've been an advocate for, for mental health. You yeah. took a break to get yourself back together. And, and look at you now, right? You're on, a, you're on a roll. So clearly, that was the right decision. And do you look to inspire others and say, hey, if you need to take a break, do what you need to do to get yourself back. That's a good thing.
5: Yeah, I definitely advocate for that. Um, You got to make sure when you take your break, though, that you fully, fully uh, take advantage of it, though, because that's one thing I didn't just sit back and just sit down with my hands crossed and and feel sorry for myself. We went straight to work. Me and my guy, Eric Woods, we was in Arizona going to work every day. I was working. I was I was self-aware every single day, making sure I was healing and stuff every day. So even if you take that step
0: back to to, to focus on your health, you got to really pour into your health. Absolutely. And, and speaking of your team, we know you have a great team around you. We know Sam, you know, Peter Berg. What, what's your relationship like with, uh, with Peter Berg? Me and Peter Berg are family. We, we family.
5: We, we really family. We like brothers. He like a family uh, father figure to me. He like an uncle to me. He, uh, we we like best friends, man. Like we hang out. We was just chilling at his spot yesterday and uh, got a workout in at his crib and it was cool. Our relationship is building. The years are starting to compile of how long we've known each other and we've been through a lot together sometimes it ain't even about just the time you've known somebody it's about all the things you've been through with a person so yeah it's definitely family
0: i wouldn't describe them as anything other than family and last time we saw you we were at the historic mgm grand garden arena so many big fights now madison square garden i mean how does that stack up i mean these are two dream venues right
5: yeah you know what i'm lucky I'm very blessed and lucky to say this is my second time fighting here at the Madison Square Garden. I actually fought right before Katie Taylor on Anthony Joshua Ruiz, number one. And uh, now I'm coming back to fight for my first title here again. So it's just like the experience is compiling. Um, I'm becoming more and more seasoned as a fighter. I'm becoming more and more seasoned as a pro athlete. And uh, you, can't, you can't replace or, or, or do anything to cheat these experiences. You've got to go through it to get it.
0: We can hear it in, in your voice, right the confidence and, you, and you're ready for this moment. This is a title fight it's against Cordell Booker, who's undefeated. so how do you see this fight playing out and, and what is your official prediction? Um, I
5: think I get to show that I'm more than just a young bull a lion a, a tiger that just come to rip things up you know I'm strategic and you know what let me not let me not discount that that uh, comparison because tigers and lions and bulls they still methodically and strategically. Destroyed, you know, so you know what? I'm gonna just show that I can bring a lot diff- a lot more things to the ring This guy is a lot more technically sound He's a lot more skilled probably the most skilled opponent that I fought not too much more skilled than quite Cash But he's skilled and I'm gonna show you know, I'm not gonna be a young out of control Dude trying to hit something and get to him before you there. No, I'm gonna show you know, you skilled I'm more skilled you got power, I got more power. You a dog, I'm more of a dog. You want to fight, I can fight better. It don't matter what you do, I'm, I'm coming with the heat just like you. And, I, and I'm going to be victorious and I'm going to knock you out. You know what I mean? That's my demeanor. Anything you got, any strength you got, I got more. Any work you put in, I put in more. That's my whole demeanor. It's not a 50-50. People saying it's a 50-50. Some people even saying it's a 45-55 for him. And I'm just excited. That gives me fuel to show them. Y'all going to see what it really
0: is when I get in that ring with him. We can, we can feel the confidence. And and not to look ahead, because this is a, a massive fight and a big opportunity, but we can we can see the momentum building here for you in your career, in, in your physical health, your mental health, everything that we've been talking about. So how does that play into your goals in the sport of boxing, right? I'm, I'm sure you feel like the world is at your feet right now. I feel like the world is at my feet. I feel
5: like I got the runway right in front of me, and we actually – cutting on the engines and we taking off right now we just got to get a smooth takeoff and once I'm in the air I'm staying there man I did everything I had to do I found a perfect place I got away from all distractions I live in South Florida by the beach I work out super hard with Kevin Cunningham every day. Then I backdoor and I go chill out on the beach and get my peace of mind. I found that perfect balance for a fighter or for any person chasing their dreams. So, uh, you know, I got nothing but opportunity right now. And ammo, you know, all I ever wanted in life was opportunity. So, you know, I ain't going to screw it off. I'm going to take this and I'm going to squeeze the most out of it. I'm trying to be pound for pound. I'm trying to be the best ever. So my goals and my dreams going to require everything from me and I'm going to give it to it.
0: I know that you're more than, than just an athlete. Your Instagram bio says genius, creative artist. It says it all. So, so what is life outside of boxing life for, for you? Life
5: outside of boxing for me is art, 100% art. It's artistic. It's my painting. It's my meditation. It's going into the deeper realms of life. It's going into the more expensive realms of the mind and things like that. Um, I got to be more logistic and, uh, you know, kind of grounded in business and boxing, and you know how boxing is, but outside of that, it's completely artistic, and it's my opportunity to really, you know, put as much art and abstract, you know, expression
0: into the world that I can before I go. And final question before I let you go. You've you've been outspoken about, uh, you know, mental health, everything that we've been been talking about. And I just want to know if you have a message to people going through their own journey, right? We've seen the work that you've put in, and now the dividends are paying off in the boxing ring, outside of the boxing ring. We can see that. So what would be your words of encouragement to people who may be going through a tough time on their own struggle? Don't run from it.
5: Don't run from it. Go take care of your health go take care of it go sit down whatever hurting you whatever destroying you don't run from it people run from it with drugs alcohol uh addiction stuff like that they run from it and they never they never fix it up and then it just festers and turns into all these super negative bad things that people don't understand if you just take the time to go sit down and conquer whatever is going on with you then it'll turn around you'll reap the benefits in amazing way Less than 365 days ago, I was in the lowest point of my life. Now I'm here fighting for the first title. And I showed everybody I was down. I wasn't scared to let people know I was down, but I worked and
0: I sat there with any problems. And now we going up. Emma Williams, I want to thank you for inspiring others. The next stop on your journey is on Saturday night against undefeated Cordell Booker. It's a title fight. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Karan. Karambate here at Madison Square Garden with Liam Smith. Liam, how you doing, my friend? Very good, meet you. Doing good, man. So we know that you are co main event here for Madison Square Garden against Jesse Vargas. Uh what are your what are your thoughts on this fight? How is it gonna play out stylistically and what's what's your official prediction of how it's gonna go down?
6: Um I think it'll be a good fight. You know, we're two very good established fighters, you know, experienced fighters. And it'll be whoever, whoever adjusts to their game plan the best. Um one that I'm confident of doing and it's you know, it's one that I only see one winner once. Once the fight starts, and this event, of course, is headlined by Katie Taylor
0: and Amanda Serrano. They're getting their due uh, as they as they should. It's a huge moment for all of boxing. What does
6: it mean for you to be part of this historic card? You know, I'm honoured and I'm privileged to share the card with with Katie and Amanda Serrano. You know, two two top female fighters, two top fighters in in boxing alone, and um, two stars. So, you know, I'm, I'm honoured to be on their undercard, co main to them, chief chief support, and I'm. Um, you know i'm privileged because it's going to be a historic night for them too and you know it's going to be it's, it's, it's historic for myself to fight at Madison square garden you're fighting
0: here in the garden and this is a, a huge opportunity for you and, and your career how how important do you feel like this this fight is for your career especially the stage you're at right now in your career
6: very every fight i have now onwards is very important for me i'm i'm 33 years of age now so you know we in that sense we haven't got long left so we, you can't afford any losses at this age so you know I'm i'm fully concentrates on Jesse on Saturday night.
0: You you've challenged yourself at the, the absolute highest levels in, in boxing. Uh and and I just you know, when you look back at everything you've achieved just to even to get to this point, I mean do you ever have a moment of reflection and look back at, at everything you've achieved just to get here?
6: Yes, yeah, sometimes I do, you know, I sleep at night and and when them thoughts run run through your minds and when you sit and take off your you know your boxing head and sitting and think what you've done in, in in the sport. I'm I'm very I'm very proud of that. And like I say, this is just adding to it. I said I said the other day, whether you want to call it a story, a legacy, or whatever, this just keeps adding to what we've done as a family. What I've done as a personal point of view. You know, I fought in Vegas, Texas, Arizona, Mexico, Russia, Barcelona, everywhere in Britain, and now I'm at Madison Square Garden. Um, I've been pro a long time. I've been pro 13 years, and I'm still on. Chief support at Madison Square Garden, so um, you know I'm honoured and I'm privileged for that.
0: Been in pro for 13 years; it's been it's been a long time, and uh, I, I know that you have a lot left in the boxing ring. But have you ever thought about what your next act would be? Would would you go into training, into commentating? Have you have you ever thought about you know maybe your next act? Uh, you know, once once you do hang it up.
6: No, I haven't, because once I think about that, I'm already one foot out the door, and that's what I've said about Jesse. Um, you know, he's going into politics. Once you think of that you've already got one foot out the door and it's very easy then to throw the towel in for the two feet to go out so no not yet
0: there has been back and forth there's been predictions of knockouts between between you and jesse what what is the relationship like personally between between you and jesse
6: obviously we you know we, we we're, we're both respectful fighters and and you know we we did get on when we seen each other, but it's become a little bit dragged on now this fight should have happened now. So it has become a little bit personal, a little bit of needle in the fight. I'm sure after the fight we'll have respect for each other and we'll probably sit and have, have a beer together. But um, as of now, you know, he's trying to end my career and I'm trying to end his. So it's personal for me.
0: It's personal and we're about to see you up there on the uh, the press conference here. W- what do you expect to see in this press conference? Do you think there'll be a lot of smack talk back and forth between you and uh, Jesse?
6: We'll see, you know, if Jesse wants to talk like he has been talking this week. Uh, you know, I think he's like trying to audition for the WWE um, you know, let him talk that way but he wants to say he's gonna destroy me, I'll just say, Jesse, when was the last person you destroyed, mate? You know, um, we'll we'll leave it at that and whatever he comes I'll have the answer to. And the last
0: thing I want to ask you, we were talking about post career. I, I saw you in California, I know you were practicing your golf game once once upon a time. Is that is that something that you'll be taking up at, at one point?
6: Yeah, I'll have a lot, a lot of spare time to play golf, I'll have a lot of spare time to, to do me other activities. I'm a big football, you know, soccer fan and um yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll put my mind to something once I'm finished. Liam
0: Smith, best of luck to you. I know the press conference is to get uh, underway. It's going down Saturday, April 30th. Liam Smith versus Jesse Vargas, chief support for Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor. Thank you so much. Thank you, mate.
6: Thank you. Thanks.
0: Karambatia here with Nonito Donaire at Madison Square Garden. We're here for the historic Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano fight. Nonita, how are you doing, my friend? Um, amazing, man. I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm, I'm truly blessed. And we know that you'll be assisting, working with Jesse Vargas, right? Training him. So what do you expect to see from Jesse Vargas? He's taken on Liam Smith. This fight has been a long time coming. What do you, what do you expect to see from him on Saturday night?
7: You know, I think um, people might not uh, look at into into Jesse's his, his, his power is tremendous right now. So um, I'm, I'm expecting power, speed, and, and all the stuff that we worked in the, in the gym.
0: And it's going to be a great chief support for this main event, Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor. Uh, it's a big moment for boxing, for women's boxing. Your, your thoughts on, on this fight headlining Madison Square
7: Garden? This is incredible. And I think that, um, you know, this is, this is of course, is historical, but you're, you're getting the best of the best in, in, in you know, in the women boxing. And, and it's time for them to really shine the way they're doing right now.
0: What does it feel like for you to be in this building? Now, I know you've had success here. We, I remember the, uh, the win against Narvaez. I'm sure there's many others. Y- your
7: thoughts of, of being here at Madison Square Garden? I mean, you know, this was the mecca of boxing in the past, you know, now Vegas, and, and here as well still. You know, you just have this atmosphere, of fighting atmosphere, you know, and, and it's just incredible to be just around uh, uh, the boxing scene, uh, and, and you just feel that energy, you know, and, but being here is just special. We're here now,
0: but your next fight—you're gonna get those frequent flyer miles in, right? <laughs> and going back yeah. to Japan to rematch one of the the top pound-for-pound fighters. And in, in, in a way, um, how are you feeling in training camp and preparing for for that massive opportunity and that massive fight?
7: I'm I'm truly blessed, man. I mean, we've been—I put myself in this situation by getting the WBC belt and and reaching out and, and and um, you know, I've been wanting this fight. The moment I stepped out of that ring the last time in 2019, you know, I said I could beat this guy, and so I've been working to uh you know to to get it to get this and now here i am and and um you know and and i i'm just i'm just really ecstatic but at the same time i'm very 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 confident this time
0: in the first fight i believe it was in the 11th round when when you seemed almost down and out and you found that that classic nonito Donaire hook right that that really that really helped your performance there well i mean what is it about you that that even when you were down and out you're able to to find that that punch and and
7: persevere I think it's an old school mentality. I just don't quit. You know, you're gonna drop me as many times. I'm gonna get up as many times or more. You know, that's just how I am. I'm gonna keep fighting until you take me out. You know, and that's just that's just that's just my spirit. We've seen you evolve
0: and grow. I'm going to ask one last question because the press conference is coming. We know we've seen you evolve and grow. It seems like just the other day you were taking out Darchinian and, and, and lighting it up, and, and you're still going at, at the highest possible level. I mean, I'm just wondering if, if you have any message to, to people about, the you know, you've been able to inspire so many people. Your message
7: to people going through their journey to continue to achieve at a high level. Keep learning. Keep growing. You know, um, you always have that choice to, uh, to be better, but one thing is for sure. Create a, a greater mindset because you can only be as good as your mind can be.
0: No need or don't air. Thank you so much and best of luck to you. Thank you. Very much.
7: And that brings us
0: to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at ATE underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia at, on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's Pod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia. And this was Ask the Experts.
4: Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.